I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up? Welcome to the Sword Art Online Alice's Asian War of Underworld After Show. We're talking episode five, The Night Before Battle. And joining me are our special guests. We have Kimberly Woods and Deneen Melody. Welcome! Yay! Hi. I'm so excited to have you both here. You both have some really interesting characters within the whole arc of the season of the show because they're pretty big, even though they're little ladies. <laughs> they're very tiny. Yes, they're very, very tiny. tiny. They have big hearts. They yes. do. Absolutely. Well, welcome. Thank you Thank for joining you. me. And welcome to everybody who's watching us live. If you're watching live, please join in in the chat. Have your questions on there. And if you're watching it later, please comment down below. All right, so we'll first get into the episode and then we'll talk a little more in depth about your roles in the show and then just general voice acting stuff because that's what we love about these shows. Yay, cool. All right, so the beginning, we have the Integrity Knights numbers are like dwindled down mm -hmm. to way too mm -hmm. small. Mm -hmm. Alice shows up at the battlefield pretty much getting ready. Eldrie is excited she's back, but they got some interesting chemistry. What do you all think about their chemistry? They do. <laughs> we, were, we were actually kind of laughing because it is so like, hmm, yeah, what's like going on there? Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely something. I feel that yeah. romance is a little bit more one-sided on Eldrie. Yeah. Part yeah. Alice is like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Like, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, they pretty much, their numbers are on the villain side inside because I don't know it depends on what side you're siding on <laughs> it's like 50,000 versus just their 3,000 and Eldrie would you all think when he goes uh get rid of Kirito he's just dead weight no oh, yeah. oh my Come goodness on. no yeah you're like how could you know. say that yeah. it's evil it is yeah. very evil it hurt hurtful Eldrie <laughs> looking at you uh oh we got Aaron in the chat and Oscar both comment they oh, like their necklaces they're wearing their characters if you can't see yes us. They're actually yeah. super chains. cute. Yeah, that we yeah. made into like oh, little it was necklaces. Perfect. And it was it's super so sweet because Danine got mine for me at a convention. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So real life friends. We are. Yes. Yay. We are. <laughs> oh, ooh. we got Chandler in the chat says Eldria is jelly. He is, he is very, definitely very. jelly. I think so. Yeah. All right. So we also though with Kirito get that moment with with Uncle um, <laughs> Bercoli, and it's like he staves off a energy and then the dagger. Was that a little bit more hope that maybe Kirito's not as far gone as he seems to appear? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was definitely. so excited, like, oh good, he's not like yeah. totally like gone, you know? I mean, it is Kirito, so. Yes, that's true. He yeah. can't be gone. Yeah, he's waiting for the right moment yes. to come back. So. He's hurry up, but you know, he's waiting, he's, he's biding his time. Also, so he's not always locked, he's not completely locked away. Mm -hmm. Alice starts having some feelings and expressing them and almost tries to kiss Kirito and I'm a little conflicted on how I feel about that because I'm like, but she doesn't know about his relationship in the real world. Yeah. Ah, it's complicated. What do yeah, you think of that moment? I was glad we interrupted. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, we were laughing about that. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of the feelings towards Kirito is very complicated. Yes. And so I think some of it can come across as very romantic, but it might just be something very deep, you know. Um, so I want to see as it progresses where it goes. Because yeah. is she is she jealous and she's protective because she's in love with him, mm -hmm. or is it just because she has that connection? 
I'm gonna go both. I yeah. think they've had, it's like a solidarity love yeah. in terms of they've gone through yeah. so much together that that's created a bond. But I think she probably is starting to have romantic feelings. But I think the thing is it's new for her. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't even know what to do with them. Yeah. And also she's like, well, wait, are you going to reciprocate this? What do you think of that almost kiss? <laughs> Leave comments. The almost kiss. Oh, we yeah. were so close. I'm like, oh, this is kind of complicated. Because, I mean, Asana. But, you know, Alice is it's not another. Oh. Are you a Kirito Alice ship or Asuna and Kirito ship? Ooh, comment. That's that's a little Ooh, also yeah. complicated. I'm <laughs> curious to see what everybody's yeah. gonna say. Yes. Yeah. All right, we got a couple people in the chat. Alan says hi, Janine and Kimberly. Hi, hi. Alan. I enjoyed I enjoyed watching last night's episode since it was too much emotionally with all. Uh, with all the love, Super Kari, and always love them no matter what. Oh, yes. thank you, Alan. <laughs> and Kindle says, it was great hearing you two reprise your roles as oh, Ronnie and Tise. Thank you. Uh, and then Natsu, I love this episode so much. The Night Before Battle is my favorite episode so far. I haven't cried this much since season two. Oh. Aw. So, and a good question. What are some, what were some of your favorite moments? So, uh, let's do this episode and then okay. in general. Uh, but then Natsu goes on to say, I love seeing Alice and Bercoli together. So what were your favorite episode moments in this episode and oh in this season? Oh, wow. Well, I mean, I think we're both a little biased. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I loved seeing Ronier and Tisse appear again. Mm -hmm. After everything that they had gone through and then, then to see them, like, return and they still have so much hope, you know? It yeah. was, to me, I loved seeing that. And then I... I also love the um, the scene with Alice and uh, the purple purple night. Yes, I'm sorry, Yes, Man, that was we were funny. laughing so hard. Fanacio so um, is a friend of ours too, and we so we like know that. her in yeah. real life. And like watching that scene, but it was just great. It was really yeah, funny. it was great. Um, yeah. I have to say, one of my favorite moments is uh, when Tise touches the sword mm. and hears um, Yujiho's voice. Yes. yes. Um, it's so sweet. Yeah. And then also, yeah. I guess, the I think it's funny between Alice and Uncle. <laughs> Their whole, like, Uncle. vibe when yeah. he's like, you know, your cheeks have filled out. Yeah. He's what like, does that mean? <laughs> well, she's grown up a little bit. She's not some scrawny kid now. We'll go with that. Yes. Um, which, thank you, that does lead us into that moment with your two characters. They show up, they break up, the, they, they show up just in time to interrupt the kiss and get to find out the truth of how Kirito's doing now and that Yu-Gi-Oh! is not alive anymore. And I think that really hit a lot of the fans hard. How was that reaction, or how was that moment for you acting out that scene to be, you know, so sad to find out this person, which also I'd say one of... Um, when you're touching the sword, mm -hmm. I think she had a thing for you, Gio, a little bit oh. too. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so how was that scene for both of you in the booth and then just, like, in general? Uh, that was, I mean, coming in, I knew that it was going to be an emotional mm -hmm. scene mm -hmm. because, you know, they've been waiting to find yeah. out for so long yeah. what's happened with Kirito and Yujio. And so it's like, this is the moment. And to find out that, you know, she loves Yujio, the guy that you love has yeah. died is just mm. heartbreaking. Yeah, yes. and I mean, like, they saved these girls, so they mean so much mm -hmm. to them. Again, not just romantically, but, like, this yeah. deep bond, and 
to then come back and have all of this hope. As you see, they were excited. They were so excited to, to find out that they had returned, but to find out that they didn't actually return in the way that they had hoped is very heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I like you, I was very prepared for it to be hitting hard. Well, yeah. in that um, vein, Kendall asks, how did Alex direct you to when it came to the emotional scenes? He's a very, I like how you said this, he's a very honest director and he brings out a lot of the truth in the moment that even though it is anime and it's it can be kind of big, it's all very truthful and very honest. And mm -hmm. so we are bringing what we have from here opposed to necessarily trying to match what is on the screen. It has to be real. Otherwise, yeah. it's not, nobody's going to believe it. Mm -hmm. So he makes sure that it's very honest and it's very real for us so then it can relay. Yeah. It definitely yeah. keeps us honest yeah. and he'll, he'll yeah. have us do another take if he thinks we can go yeah. a little bit deeper with it. Mm -hmm. So I really love that. And he's always very good about kind of setting the stage, like exactly what's oh, yeah. going on yeah. internally for us, like right before the moment. So, yeah. yeah. I... Going off of that a little bit further, as a voice actor, how do you get into that headset to be sad? I mean, we're very cheerful right now talking about a sad yeah. scene in a way. But how do you, like, you get to the booth and you know it maybe it's going to be a bit heavy. How do you get into that mode? Like, do you have any process or... Yeah, Tell me. I mean, I think for any actor, um, you have to find a way to relate to it. And even if that particular scene you can't relate to it exactly, what is something that does make you feel sorrow mm -hmm. or makes you feel that emotion so then you can bring it to that? Um, I think that's very important and that's that's how at least I go about it. I'm I'm relating to Ronier and I'm relating to Tisse mm -hmm. and then trying to understand how they must be feeling and I know when I felt like that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, just finding like what what is that like in your life to lose somebody that you love, mm -hmm. and just allowing it and trusting it. That's good yeah. advice. Yay! Uh, so we have uh, back to our question earlier. We got Chandler says Asana and Kirito, no doubt. Uh, Alan says last year I've been a huge true fan of y'all since late March episode eight. Uh, Ronnie and Tise are the sweetest. I'm never going to stop supporting. I'm going to keep on loving them forever. Aw. Oscar says, I kind of like Kirito and Alice for some reason. Right there. In this world, it <laughs> yeah. kind of works, you know? Jeff Burns says, hi. Sharka says, yeah. hi. Uh, Sharka says, I actually own a towel with Yuji on it. Nice. Hi. Nice. <laughs> what, you obviously have the necklaces. Yes. Do you have any other interesting items of your character? I do. The, I just got a Tisei plushie from Aww. Japan for Christmas. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I have actually another keychain mm -hmm. that I had found. And then there's these little standees, like little plastic standees that are really cute that I found as well. So I, I hope that they make a towel with our characters. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. I want a towel. Have you ever cosplayed any of your characters? Or would you? Yes, we've actually we've talked, talked about yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> we have talked about it. So maybe you will that see the two of us. That might be happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I haven't really cosplayed as any of my characters yet. But there's several that I'm like, I think I will hmm. at some point. Yeah, um, not any of my anime characters mm -hmm. yet. I did Yurichi from Bleach one year, but I didn't voice Yurichi, but... Yeah, that's cool. Well, keyword cool. is yet, so <laughs> yeah. we'll see yet. for sure. Uh, so 
the great thing with your characters too, they step up to the plate of you're the ones who are gonna take care of Kirito yeah. so that Alice can go out on the battlefield and be like, no, I got this covered. They're gonna watch him, which I would trust Kirito with both of you. You seem very responsible characters. And people, you know. <laughs> they may be small, but they, they know what they're doing. Yeah. 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 They got fight in them. They do. Right. Yes. Yeah. They do. And they're also still at the Sword Academy. You yeah. know, they're mm-hmm. mastery, they're learning it, and so they're still progressing they as are. well. Yes. Primary trainees. Yes. Yep. Primary trainees. Primary. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, Natsu says, uh, Ronie and Tise finally finding out about Kirito and explain to Alice about the taboo. So many emotions. Alex is doing a very awesome job adapting the episode yes, and bringing out the emotions. Yes, he is. Yeah, that, that was a bigger thing. I like that reveal of them explaining to Alice, like, okay, so you know this happened, but do you know the details? Do yeah. you understand yeah. what went down? Because she didn't really know, and yeah, she's not no. really a character that would be like, yes, I need every single detail of the facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, I got it. It's fine. Yeah. No, I like that you explained it. Is that ever a thing when you're also acting, like trying to explain to someone, I need to get the point across? Is that ever a thing that I've channeled, like when you're trying to, when you have a moment, where you have mm-hmm. to convince somebody of something. Do you mm-hmm. channel something specific? Oh, yeah. I mean, because there's a lot of times, especially in anime, where you have to. You don't get to just free reign and and go on and on. You have a very limited time <laughs> to get it, and you have, like, yeah. maybe one or, like, two sentences to be able to get it out. So, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, how can I convey this and say this and make it make sense to the audience and also yeah. the other character? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. can you get your intention across yes. and then also, like, what is at stake exactly. if you don't? Mm-hmm. Oh, I like this. Chandler says, small girls protect Veggie Kirito. (laughs) They do. Yay. Uh, So then we get, um, yes, we get the truth about the taboo, the sword, which I thought was such a sweet moment. And a cool connection that they shared, which also makes you think maybe Yujiro's not, like, gone, gone. You know, like, he's gone, but, like, there was still something, some, like yeah, a spirit a in a way. Yeah, yeah. there's it's still something somewhere. Out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the idea that, like, objects embody part of who yeah. they belong to mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Which is probably why Kirito also wants to, like, exactly. I'm not, exactly. Yeah. 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 exactly. Kindle asks, have you two watched the sub version of Alice's Asia? Yes. yes. We have. Actually, yes. <laughs> because, you know, we. we knew that we'd be coming back, and so I would watch the episodes to know and, like, have an expectation. Like, I'm like, I know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Okay, okay. But also to just better understand the story so then you can better understand the characters. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So when, when you go into record, yeah, we know what to expect and what's been happening. So you like to know ahead what's going to happen to your character, or do you kind of like doing one at a time? Well, I like the show. So, oh, like, yes. in this particular yeah. case, like, yeah, I was watching it because I just want to know what happens. And I just happen to be voicing characters in it. So, but I mean, it depends. I mean, I kind of do like to know. So then I know, like, the arc of the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, it helps. Some people aren't like that, though. Yeah. It yeah. definitely seems to be up to personal preference yeah. of your own approach to your character. Yeah, spoilers too. or no spoilers? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nyan Kitty says, any funny bloopers in the studio so far? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can you share any of them yet or are they more of things to come? No, it's trying to say your last name. Oh yes. Oh my gosh, Tisei's <laughs> last name. Strenin. Strenin. Which I also have had trouble with too. That's funny, funny enough, yeah. I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
like it. Well, you're best friends. Match. Why would you say your friends' last name? I don't name. have to. Yes. But I don't have to say it. She says Tise. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Natsu says now it's uh, Ronia and Tisei's turn to protect Hirito and their home and fight against Emperor, Emperor Vecta and yes, his army. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, actually, yeah. we do see them at the end jumping up a little bit ahead. But I like that they're on the battlefield at the back, but still there. They're still yeah. there. I thought they were going to stay back at camp no. and protect it. <laughs> no. No. And yeah. I love that, too. It's, like, such a nice arc for them that, you know, they had something very terrible and traumatic happen mm -hmm. to them. And, you know, instead of just, like, crumbling and, and giving up, they're, like, again, hopeful and they're mm -hmm. strong. And to see them out there on the battlefield is just, like, yes. Yeah, it's so yes. great. Yes. Exciting. Um, oh, I like this part, too. Aaron, And then comment on it a second. Aaron Frost says, I especially enjoy Alice going into big sister mode with them and transforming. It really shows how much she's grown and changed. Yeah, did it feel I like a big sister that. moment to you of, like, how Alice yeah. is, becomes relatable to yeah. them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when she tells them it's it's about your soul. Yeah, it's your not heart your body. Your yeah, soul it's your what's in here. You, you, yeah. And I think that's what the girls needed to hear. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about, like, the outsides. That yeah. doesn't define who you are. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, Sharka <laughs> says, I may not like the emperor, but I do love listening to Greg Chun's voice. Yes. yes shout out. Yes. Thank you, Greg Xander and Greg, voice. showing up last week. Yay. Yes. Um, oh, the loser team says, I love me some Ro uh, Ronier and Tisei. Really love Tisei's character design. Yeah, the She's red so is so cool. Yeah. If you yeah, have any it. anime hair color, what would you pick? Oh, and style, because their hair Ooh. can do anything. <laughs> Actually, um, quite often I have red hair and I'll, I'll do it very bright red like Tisei. Actually, mm. and that's you've seen it like where it's like the yeah. bright red. Yeah. And that's probably my anime hair color. Yeah. I would definitely do the red too. The red is so yeah. cool. Right. Tisei red. red. Yes. Yeah. Red. Tisei red. <laughs> yeah. It's not Ariel red anymore. It's no. Tisei red. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Alan says, can't wait for Ronier and Tisei's fighting against Emperor Vecta's army in episode nine. Uh, so not too not too soon. It's gonna be soon. Yeah, it's getting there. And Nine Kitty says you do um you do amazing Aww, voice work, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for all the comments and questions everybody keep them coming make sure to hit that like button and subscribe so you could be up to date when we have our episodes coming up because we're going to have even more voice actors mm -hmm. for the rest of the season uh so we get also the yes we mentioned a little bit but we'll come back to the lady fanatio yeah when her and she's changed i like alice goes is she wearing yeah. makeup yes we were so laughing funny. at that that's like <laughs> Perfect. It was so great, the bright red lipstick. Yeah, she's like, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> but you know what? There's those days where you want to get glammed up and other days where you're like, no, oh, not yeah. so much. And it's okay to wear makeup. It's okay mm -hmm. not to wear makeup. But I like that Alice notices yeah. and is like, oh, okay. And then also the night she talks about how, you know, she realized it's not about who she is when she fights. And it's okay to express herself any yeah. which way she wants, which is great because... You know, like, she unfortunately went to a place where she didn't feel she could express her mm -hmm. femininity for fear of how people would treat her. So that's unfortunate. I'm glad she's kind of yes. had that little bit of an arc change. Yes. Yeah. Um, I did really like that lady standoff between Alice and her. <laughs> so funny. I do think that we touched yes. on it a little earlier. Yeah. Alice is like, no, oh, I don't yeah. have to. I don't need permission and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. It's very funny. And it, again, especially because, like, knowing the actors, mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, I bet they love doing that. Yeah. I love, I loved it. Knowing the actors and then knowing each other, too, do you see 
the people when you hear those voices or do you see the characters? I see. Like, do you envision them? I see them in the character. Okay. If that makes sense. Yes. Like, it is that character, just like with Tisei. It is Tisei, but I can see and feel Kimberly Mm. in Tisei. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say the same. Yeah. It's Roni, but it's like the essence of it. But yeah. Um, so we also get the war council. They're kind of doing their last little battle yes. planning. Not little, but their last battle planning and how they have the arts, the sacred arts, and okay, let's just destroy everything so that they can't pull from that magic. Mm-hmm. And it's like it sounds like a good plan, but I'm a little suspicious. What did you think of their battle council meeting? It's like we're going yeah. over all the plans, <laughs> but I do think it was smart that they go, okay, well, let's bring all the healing oh, yeah. options mm-hmm. we have. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. they got some planning going on. Um, what did we think of Alice when she gets her moment that they go, um, excuse me, you're the strongest <laughs> yeah. one. I went, duh. <laughs> Alice, it's you. It's She's you. like, what? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, Chandler says, Fanatio and Alice, both alphas, butting heads. True yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And Sharka, shout out. I love wearing different shades of lipstick. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have, so they're playing. Alice gets that moment of like, oh, I'm the best one. But she probably hasn't fought anybody very recently to get a sense of that. Yeah. Also, hasn't had an opportunity to really let loose her powers full out. You know, because mm-hmm. she's not fighting anybody immediately mm-hmm. that she can really play with that. So I'm curious to see where she can go. Yeah, yeah. excited. Um, they get to the, they get to their, like the ravine essentially, and that the the walls and it says final load test. I do like that everybody goes, yeah. what? Everybody says, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's what nice for them to acknowledge and like, yeah. wait, that doesn't yeah. fit right. Yeah. Uh, and then everybody has a ready stance. Like, yeah. Yes, it's like, so getting so ready. Um, oh, actually, rewind a little bit. We do get another chemistry moment. We have Alice and Eldria kind of mm-hmm. almost doing a thank you, mm-hmm. farewell. Mm-hmm. Yes. I did feel bad for him at that moment where he's like, why are you saying goodbye? Yeah. 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 Sounds so final. Yeah. yeah. I know. It was It was actually pretty sad. Yeah. You're just like, wait, no. Uh, but I like how she did it. Like, no, you're going to continue to grow. This is the information mm-hmm. I can give you. And yeah. she is serious and business mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes. Um... Then we have, I was like, uh... oh, also, speaking of somebody who has experience, uncle, <laughs> Again, uncle. Chris, uncle. <laughs> comments yeah. to Alice, like, no, Kirito has more life experience than I do. I thought that was such a cool moment. Alice is like, wait, how? but you're older. And it kind of yeah. is that moment where us, the fans, are yeah. like, well, Kirito's well. gone through quite a lot, yeah. let me tell you. Yeah, how yeah. is that as a fan watching and, like, knowing... Essentially, the whole journey oh, of Kirito yeah. for you as a fan, like watching, and then when moments like that come up, and you're like, "Well, actually, Kirito. yeah, that's actually exactly how it's like." Well, <laughs> you can't yeah, wait, yeah. <laughs> just you yeah. wait. You just know he's gonna be popping up right at the oh, right yeah. moment, yeah. right at the end of the day. Yep, yep. When they absolutely need him. Yep. Yes, he'll yes. be there. Well, that's it in that episode of Pretty Much Thing. Let's look at some other comments. Uh, Renji says, the part when Alice said she made her uncle sweat was a little cringe. 
<laughs> All right. Yeah. I can see where that is. That was not exactly where my head went then, but hey. Um, Aaron says, I love when Fanatio, the briefing scene, um, mm-hmm. Berkeley may be the strongest, but Fanatio is the leader and strategist. Yeah. That's a yeah. good point. Like, she does seem to be like, here are my plans. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she has a good plan. I like where they're going for yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Alan <laughs> says, for both of you, oh, you're both, you are, <laughs> both of you are the angels of love and beauty Aww. to become voicing as Ronnie and Tise as sweethearts, um, the kawaii of anime. Oh, yeah. yes. Alan. Alan's so That's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Daniel says, I feel bad for Ronnie and Tise. Why? Like, I, I have the to say, yeah, no, I mean, okay. like, I can understand because of the trauma and everything that they've yeah. gone through, but these girls are they tough. They have grown. Yeah. Yes. They're tough and they're strong. Like, I don't think you have to feel so bad for them mm-hmm. anymore. No. They are they are standing on their own. Yeah, yes. they're brave. Yes. Absolutely. So. What are some similarities and dissimilarities you have with your character? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. I well, go for it. Yeah. Um, I would like to think that I have a good heart, mm-hmm. um, like T say. Thank, um, thank you. I love that she, you know, her and Ronnie yeah. like stood up for their friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I yeah. like that. Uh, differences? Well, I don't know. I be more confidence, but I think that T say is finding that. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So with Ronier, um, she's very devoted and very mm-hmm. dedicated. And I do have that in me for sure. And um, she cares very deeply for her friends, which is very obvious. She feels when Tisei's heart is breaking after touching the sword and she reaches out for her. And, like, I, I can relate to that. Um, but I do have to say she's a lot sweeter than I am. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like a little cinnamon roll, and I'm like, I like that I get to play this, but I'm not that sweet. Well, she's a cinnamon roll. Do you have more spice then? We'll go. I got a little bit more spice. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. How did you get into your character's voice? Like when you first got the role and are deciding how this character is going to talk, how did you get to that sound? Whoever wants to go first. Yeah. Um, mostly thinking about her perspective on okay. life. Um, she kind of yeah. has like this optimistic, mm-hmm. very warm voice, very sweet voice, and also how young they are, like bringing that into the pitch a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then she's a noble, so sometimes we would try to take that into yeah. account with yeah. the way that she talks. Mm. Yeah. And for Ronier, um, we had to make sure, and actually, when you step into the booth, you have to find a character first, and one mm-hmm. of those things is finding the character's voice. And for Ronier, that included the pitch, because as you can hear, I don't sound like Ronier normally, but because she's so little, and I didn't want to sound like Kimberly, and it's also important not to sound like any of the other characters, um, Alex and I worked a little bit, maybe just a couple minutes, to find which one of my voices mm. would work best for her, and we we loved what, where we went with. and. Um, yeah, and just making her, I don't like to say that she's timid so much, but she is a little bit, you know, soft, and she's sweet, mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to make anybody upset, so, yeah. Meek? I don't know she's if that's a, a good little, word. She's she maybe, I think she's a little bit more timid than, timid, like, yeah. than Tisei. I think Tisei may have a little bit more confidence to her. I feel like she's always just like, Tisei, <laughs> but... Yeah, she's 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 grown. She's grown yeah. too. Most of the time, you record in the booth by yourself. Did you ever get to record together, or was it always separate? 
No. It's always separate. Yeah. Um, sometimes, depending on schedules, I will hear Deneen. Yes. Character mm-hmm. or... Yes. Yeah, vice versa. Yeah, we, we talk about that sometimes. Um, it's always so nice if one of us gets to record before the other. I was going to ask yeah. if you get to hear the other person. Yeah, voice. you get to hear the other. Okay. And I mean, I yeah. think we've been pretty split. Sometimes I've gone in first, mm-hmm. and so I don't get to hear Kimberly. Um, but then I'll go in second. And then on those takes, it's really nice because I do get to hear her and vice versa. Yeah. So it just Same. depends. Yeah. So, so what it's about, almost like working together. Absolutely. Yeah. What about when your character was crying? How did it feel? To, who who was recording first and who got to hear the other? Do you remember? Um, I were you first? I think I think I you went were first. First. She was first. That was in like December. Yeah. That. Yeah. And okay, because I was gonna say, how is it like hearing then your friend cry? <laughs> I know, and it's it's also like I mean it's an emotional thing, but it's also a technical thing mm. because again you have two young girls crying, so you can't you know you would we'd play back yeah. Kimberly's, and then I'd have to be like, okay, so she's sobbing this way, so make sure that you maybe go up a little bit more mm. or like make it a little bit more like this. So then you can hear the different levels yeah. in the yeah. crying, so it just doesn't sound like, like one. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's very fascinating. Yeah. How do you make crying sound like good instead of just, <laughs> you know, like, I feel crying's an easy one to get wrong when some people are, you know, mimicking it, yeah. mocking yeah. it. Uh, how do you get to the point of making crying? Like, do you make yourself cry? Uh, For those scenes, I was crying yeah. in the booth. Um, but it's an interesting thing because you still have to have it in the voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you sometimes have to push it a little bit more for it to like come through, even if you are physically <laughs> crying in the booth. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a lot of it um, with any type of reacts, whether it's crying or anything. It's about using your body mm-hmm. because, as you can see, these girls. I mean, sure, you can cry, cry, but unless you're like really into it it's not going to sound believable. So you can make the sobbing noises and you can maybe bring out tears, but unless you're actually like living what the characters are doing, um, it's not just voiceover. You actually do use your body. Yeah, that's a good point because when they're like falling to their knees, you have to kind of take that into account. And holding each other and you can see them sobbing. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, Maybe a joke, but maybe serious. Oathkeeper says, always have onions. Used any outside source to make you cry? No, No. it's all in here Mm -hmm. and in here. Yeah, yeah. I was crying when I just watched the sub like before I went in, so I just couldn't see it. It's very sad. The whole yeah. yeah. Well, because it's the context. Yeah. Like, what does that scene mean? What Mm -hmm. is it before? Because it's not you're not going into it like nothing happened before. It's all what leads up to it. Mm -hmm. So that's important as well, which you mentioned is brought into it from Mm -hmm. voice director. So that does help. Um. What is some advice that you've, have you encountered it where you maybe didn't have a director that led you in? So then that is your job as the actor to get there. Did you, do you have any advice for people of like, okay, maybe you don't have the best director or don't have the time to really get into it. What is your kind of mental prep for that? Trust your instincts. Like, you know, if you don't have somebody who's there and is basically giving you what you feel you need, Look at the scene, look at the character, Mm -hmm. and again, as I mentioned before, think about your own experiences, and maybe there's, you haven't experienced that exactly, 
but maybe there's something that's close to it. And then just use your instincts from that and, and go for it. Yeah, and trust yourself yeah. to just allow it to happen. And then yeah. also set it up for yourself, like set up that moment before. Mm-hmm. Um, take the time to do that. Yeah, and it's always important that even though you are recording by yourself, and you don't always get to hear the other um, actors, to remember you're not just acting with yourself. There is another character there usually, unless there's a monologue. But, I mean, remember that you are talking to another person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, Very good tips. Uh, Not to ask, do you read the light novel? Have you read the light novels of Sword Art? I have not. I've I've read into them, so I know a little (laughs) bit more. And, like, of course, Ronya and Tisei have, like, Moon Cradle, which I am... Have read into and I hope that they can read them. Yeah. <laughs> Some people did comment that on Twitter. Thank you, yes. everybody who was commenting, retweeting, liking, and sharing on Twitter. Yes. That really helps. That's wonderful because then you know when to be here live for these kind of Q&As. Yes. Yeah. Um, we've had a kind of a generic question too, and uh, you've probably touched upon it before, mm-hmm. but what are your advice? What is your advice to aspiring voice actors to get started or just kind of like what are some things that you wish maybe you knew before you got into it? Um, I mean, definitely study mm-hmm. acting, because voice acting is acting, so if you haven't taken a scene study class or anything like that, definitely do that. And oh, yeah. cold reading is super important. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. What Kimberly just said, it is, there's kind of a misconception sometimes that voiceover is easy. It's like, oh yeah, I have a great voice, but it's acting, it's still acting, and as I said, Um, Just when we were talking about the crying, you're not just crying. You have to use your body. Uh You have to live it. And um, classes are important, even if you have done other things in the industry, like theater and -hmm. stuff like that. It's good to take voiceover classes because it is still very specific. And there's a lot of great teachers and classes out there. There's definitely a lot out there, for sure. Oh, yeah. And actually, um, Kimberly, if you would explain what cold reading is in case people don't know what that is. So a lot of the times we don't get the script before... We get into the booth, so we walk into the booth, mm-hmm. we see the line, we're expected to just use our instincts and bring that line to life. So if you're at home, um, what I like to do sometimes is when I'm playing video games and I, yes. um, my character discovers one of those notes, you know, I'll read that Ooh, note out loud yeah, in the nice. character voice. And yeah, yeah that's that a good way to practice. That's, that's sure. exactly <laughs> what I've done, is I've gone back and played games like Chrono Cross, which is my favorite, and it does not have voiceover. Mm-hmm. So when I'm playing it, it's a great way to just, like, when it pops up, just read mm-hmm. it. That's exactly, I think a lot of people do that. Yeah. So hey, we're nerds. <laughs> no, that's great. But it's a great way to practice. Yeah. Um, what has been the most bizarre or funny cold read that you've come into or been, oh, huh, okay. Like, you get a script or a line that you were a little bit <laughs> surprised. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay. um, I have to think huh, about that for a difficult. second. Um I mean, a lot of times, yeah, you don't even get the script, but sometimes you don't even know what character you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was cast in a video game where I had no idea. Like, I was just cast, and I had no idea what I was playing until I got into the booth and already had my headphones on and was standing in front of the microphone, and it popped up, and it was like, okay, now record. And it's like, oh, oh, okay, wait, let me look at the picture real quick <laughs> and try to figure it out. Um, yeah, nice. so, I mean, that w- that has happened mm. Yeah, and that was kind of, I mean, they were very cool, and, you know, and um, luckily there are characters that are in my, like, character range, Mm -hmm. so, but, ooh, imagine if it wasn't, imagine if it was, like, some character that was, like, (laughs) 
way out there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Kimberly? Um, I don't know. I've definitely, it's, I've, it's happened to me before where I've gone in and it's mm. been like a deeper voice character, which I don't always uh, go in for. So that's been interesting to immediately just try to like dive in and yeah. Um, yeah. We had a question. Uh, Oathkeeper asked, what is, what was the hardest part in recording? Um, I mean, we haven't gotten to <laughs> episode 10. We're only on episode five yeah. of the dub, but uh, that's aired. So what has been a, what has <laughs> been the hardest scene to record that's already aired and maybe yeah. a tease of what's up to come. Well, and, and Oathkeeper is asking about the, in the first part of okay. Alicization, which oh, is the hard episode. Oh, yes, that would episode. be the one. Mm-hmm. Yes, that I think one. we both agree that would probably be <laughs> the hardest scene that we recorded. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's a horrific. Oh, yeah. What's, what's, what's happening in the scene is just yeah. like those two girls and Toonami was great in how they edited it down so you didn't really see everything but mm-hmm. we recorded the full scene mm-hmm. and so take our word for it when we say it you know it's a lot it was a lot it was intense yeah yeah we talked about last week with the villains so now somebody who experiences something mm-hmm. happening to them mm-hmm. how do you slosh that off after you've done an intense scene that's either traumatic or sad or anything that's like uncomfortable. How do you, as an actor, personally go, okay, and like get out and not have that go with you? Well, for myself, I'm not necessarily like a method actor. So while in that scene in particular, I actually could relate to it, um, I didn't allow myself to actually have to get to that point Mm. to where I was in darkness, because I knew that we still had other things in that session to record. And I, it's time. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, you put yourself into that moment for that moment. And then you just have to, like you said, like kind yeah. of brush it off and then yeah. go. Because then in the next scene, they're like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's something new. <laughs> like, it's different. Yeah. 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 I think that is the key, too, is, like, just telling yourself that it's only going to be for those moments. Yeah. You let yourself just go there and then come yeah. back. Yeah. Good. Yeah, then hopefully go do something fun afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, yeah. forget about <laughs> it. Yeah. Yes. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking with me about yeah. this episode. Thank you, everybody who is watching. Is there any projects that you're currently working on that you want to tease about or oh, no. uh, mention? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well, yeah. but where can people follow you to be up to date when these NDAs are not applicable? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Kimberly Woods and on Facebook, facebook.com slash official Kimberly Woods. Yes, and you can find me also on Twitter and Instagram under Deneen Melody. And then, yeah, I guess you can Google me. <laughs> no, that works. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for talking with me about the episode. It was super yeah. fun to hear your insight. Thank you. Uh, Thanks make- for having us. Yes. Yes, yeah, absolutely. What a and pleasure. thank you yes. to all thank of you, these lovely everyone. people who joined us. We actually know several of you, and mm-hmm. it definitely yeah. warms my heart. Yeah, we Aww. appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, make sure to also go follow Sword Art USA, which is the official Twitter for Sword Art Online. And then you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. So, also on ABTV Anime, so that's After Buzz, ABTV Anime posts about the links of when more of these episodes. But again, if you click that subscribe button, you'll be in the know. All right, thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye. Bye.
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.